What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. I'm Cindy Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, this is a podcast where we explore our internet curiosities. Lots of call and response, too. Not actually, though. That's atypical for us. Um, Today. Sorry, I got your card. What card? It was all correct. Oh, phew. 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 Remember P-U? We've talked about Wait. this. P-U. P-U, stinky. You're stinky. That's what stinky I call my cat. smelly. I call him stinky. <laughs> That's like, um, I remember growing up, I had this friend and she had younger sisters and like in third grade, it's funny the words that like kids aren't allowed to say. Like, why aren't kids allowed to say sucks? Like, I don't know. It's like, or it's stupid. Things, it's yeah. like, it's just a word. Fuck. Like, <laughs> but I will say I hate the humor. I hate, I hate, I despise. It's right next to like toilet humor for me as like the lowest form of comedy. Um, when it's like, oh, this little baby is like flipping us off or it's like a baby. It's like asshole. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is nuts. The juxtaposition. So you would have like, not liked this dad that was on. So I we took a break and I went on a dude ranch like mm-hmm. for a vacation and it's kind of like adult summer camp. Like you're all hanging out with random people you don't know. And this one guy, he had like a little, the cutest little son who is like four years old and his name was Sutton. And he was like one of those like bro dads. He, um, What's like a bro dad to you? Like paint me the picture. He's like really into cars and like kept like like, like what kind of cars like classic cars or like he actually is a trucks. race car guy okay. he like does race cars okay he's always like slinging beers and being like oh you turd like like put you in a you know what i mean like, Just, like give you a noogie yeah but i thought this was funny but i think it is what you're talking about so caleb's sister her name is lena there was like a giant slip and slide on the last day mm-hmm. for all the kids. But then like we went on it too and she like slid down it and her bathing suit fell down and she like quickly recovered. But she was like, oh my God, I just flashed all the kids. And the dad turns to his son. And he's like, Sutton, did you see boobs? <laughs> and then he high fived his son for seeing for the potential of seeing her I boobs. hate that. I, I hate d- everything about that. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I also, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I guess that's adjacent to like, it's, I think it's meet the fuckers. <laughs> Sorry, I just have the visual of <laughs> like a baby living in a, like it's like okay there is like some comedy in it but also the comedy is because it's like they're not supposed to do that and i'm just like it's just a word like yeah. why can't they say it i have do you have any of these memories as a kid where you like went full freudian what do you like give an example like okay so i have these memories of sometimes like i know i was doing something bad but i just like did it anyways because i just like wanted to know what would happen i was too afraid Dude, come on my parents were I know. Well, I, I was way too afraid to a disappoint them and be like anger them. Well, so I, this would happen to me and maybe I'm like a secret psychopath because it's only a few times, but like I just lit the field on fire and then I ran away. (laughs) Well, we were at my aunt's house. My aunt was like super strict and like kind Uh of puritanical and she had like a chalkboard in her 
garage and I went in there and just like wrote every bad word I knew and then like bailed but like the bad words I knew was like stupid and I remember sucks was one of them like why is sucks a bad word and crap and she was like she was like who wrote this and I was like my sister did crap was a big one yeah but see like okay yes don't teach your kids to like call other kids names right like don't be like okay sucks like (laughs) or whatever you're like such a fuck boy or like don't do that but I just feel like it's like if you want to say shit i think it's a much better word than poop to be honest and like same with like ass like i would much i would always rather say ass other than booty who like, says booty why wouldn't you say butt but but too to me i think ass is just more like what's the most offensive word that's used for you like commonly used not like a nickname i'm between cock and dick right now like there's something about it that feels like it like has teeth like it feels like it's just like cock i also hate the word tits for some reason there's something about it that i'm just like like breasts are like immaculate like they are so beautiful and like you're reducing it to the word tits are you are we even talking about the same thing i love to say cans though i think that's so (laughs) funny (laughs) like i just i hate the word tits i i I would say that that bothers me way more than like like cock or dick like that it's like okay whatever but like tits to me it's just like it's insulting like Like, how dare you you don't even deserve to look at them like you heard it here you call it tits. You tits call it McGee. cans. You're celebrating. <laughs> it's, a celebra- it's a celebration. <laughs> um, tits McGee. Why did we start fun? talking about this? Oh, I don't know. Because I said something about kids being able to say bad words. Oh. And like, babies flipping each other off. Yeah. Also, I think it's like really funny <laughs> to flip people off. Like that to me is like S tier level oh. comedy. It's just like, <laughs> like that's funny to me. Caleb's dad kept flipping me off like randomly oh it's funny because my parents still don't like us cussing like i was home i went to lunch with my parents i said fuck and my mom was like sydney i was like what yeah my parent i can't do that in front of my parents i can't even like recommend shows that i'm like well only to my mom my dad doesn't care oh but like my parents don't mind like media it's just when it comes out of my mouth speaking of the viper room speaking of that's what i'm talking about today oh have you been there no, but I've been actually thinking that I should go there. Oh, interesting. Well, now you'll have all this fun context. Someone just shot a USC thesis film there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, is it good? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Wait, speaking of snakes, though, I, for YouTube video, wait, when is this coming out? Oh, okay. I think it'll, well, maybe it won't be. I don't know. I guess act surprised if you watch me on YouTube. Um, I poured glue on my hands and then ripped it off like you do when you're a kid. Did you ever do that? Is that why there was glue right here? Yeah. Okay. And, um, it was so cool. Like I was stoked the whole time. It was cool. But it made me feel like a snake. Oh, I love that shit. Like I love peeling skin off. Oh, doesn't that hurt? Don't you believe? No, like, like dry skin, you know, like when you get sunburned and your skin peels and it's just like, oh my gosh, you peel it off. 
yeah you're not supposed to <laughs> oh i just when i have like even tried to peel it off i feel like it keeps going and then i get scared and i stop yeah i know i mean it, it will it's dead skin or have you ever had those peel off masks I've actually never done one of the peel off masks. I love those. Oh, well, I actually think I'm going to use the rest of this glue to just keep putting on myself and peeling it (laughs) off while I'm working. It's like really kind of relaxing. It's really relaxing and so satisfying when you like pull it off. And I got it off almost. I did like from here up and I got it off in like all one piece. And it was just like, (gasps) that's so satisfying. It was really great. But okay, so the Viper Room. We're going to talk about some things that happened at the Viper Room. It has quite the history. So if you didn't know, the Viper Room is this club in Los Angeles. And um, unfortunately, it was, I mean, not the final resting place, but it was uh, where River Phoenix passed, Mm -hmm. kicked the bucket. Closed the final curtain. The fat lady sang. I still don't get that one. I don't really either. Well, yeah, I don't get that at all. But um, okay, so River Phoenix, if you didn't know, he was the older brother of Rain Phoenix, Liberty Phoenix, Summer Phoenix, and Joaquin Phoenix. How did Joaquin get, like, his name doesn't go. His parents were in a cult. Really? Yeah. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Children of God or something. Yeah. Yeah. But why did Joaquin feels like a normal name compared to Summer, Liberty, Rain, and River? He's a bastard. Um, so just some context for River Phoenix. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix is in like the Joker, um, Inherent Vice, Her. Walk the Line. Oh, I I always forget about that movie. It's pretty good. The Master. He's in a lot of movies. Um, (laughs) maybe you've heard of him, but, uh, his brother River, who was best friends with Keanu Reeves. Fun fact. Because they're both in my own private Idaho. Mm-hmm, Great mm-hmm. movie. I've never seen it. It's good. Never mm-hmm. seen it. Um, so River started his acting career at age 10 in TV commercials. And then he went on to star in Explorers and had his first notable role in Stand By Me. Um, is that the one with the girl? Wait, I had a really stupid movie revelation yesterday. Which is, you know how in goodwill hunting his name is will hunting yeah so the movie title is just a pun saying that they're hunting for goodwill <laughs> that's so upsetting is that actually how it's supposed to be read? yes goodwill Aww. hunting <laughs> oh my god two thumbs down on that get out of here i know <laughs> i feel like when i flip people off now i have to like dance around because <laughs> this is like too serious yeah, it's like come on have you ever flipped someone like, off when driving yes yeah me too and only only like a handful of times and i feel like it was so filled with rage <laughs> that i was like afraid of myself i was like oh my gosh this bitch needs to <laughs> she needs to be contained <laughs> yeah no i get that um but so he's in standby oh do you know what i was thinking of when i read stand by me was that movie with the the bee allergy what was that one it's like the girl she's my girl oh my gosh it's on the tip of my tongue she dies at the end because or he dies it's funeral home two de- weddings and a funeral no oh my gosh you've you've definitely heard of this movie um little girl bee allergy movie <laughs> that'll get you there uh my girl it did get me there 
You've never seen My Girl? No. Oh, it's very sad. My Girl. Um, but I can't remember which one of them dies. One of them ends up dying. It's a movie from the 90s. So if you haven't seen it, spoilers, I guess. Well, if you're this far, it's already been spoiled. One of them, <laughs> it's it's like one of them is like abused or something. It's like two kids. And then like they f- become friends and then like things seem like they're looking up and then like one of them like gets stung by a bee or something and is allergic and dies. That's how it ends? <laughs> yeah. And they're like kids. Uh, who, ru- who the fuck? Right? Yeah. It's from the producer of Parenthood. Oh, I read that as Parent Trap. I don't know what Parenthood is. Uh, but yeah, it's really sad. So uh, anyways, he wasn't in that movie. He was in Stand By Me. Okay. Um, then was in Running on Empty, which he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in the Academy Awards. Then My Own Private Idaho. He won a bunch of awards from that one. And then he died at age 23, which is so young. So young. Um, but what I want to really hammer home here is just like, and I'm part of this camp too. Like I'm aware of River Phoenix, but I guess just like, I was so young when he was like really like ro- climbing the ranks, you know. Wait, what year did he die? I actually don't have that written down. River Phoenix. For some reason, I didn't think we were alive. Oh, we weren't. Ninety three. Okay, yeah. So, but like you know, I'm aware of his legacy somewhat, but like I really don't don't understand or know. Um, and a lot of people compare him and Leonardo DiCaprio in that there are theories that Leonardo DiCaprio, if River Phoenix didn't pass away, that um, Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't have the career that he has because River Phoenix and him were kind of the same type of actor. You're saying it was a Leo inside job. So actually that is a conspiracy. Um, It's not. I stan leo so much really i love the shit out of that man sell me on this once upon a time in hollywood how does that mean that he's not capable of conspiring murder wolf of wall street if anything that convinces me (laughs) no i'm just i'm obsessed with the movie once upon a time in hollywood greatest movie of the 21st century fight me I mean, you probably, I will fight you, you. People will. And I, I don't know how to, it's a spiritual connection I have with this movie, but I've listened to a lot of interviews with him since then. And I just am like this man, like, I so love you don't have him. any issues. Like he only dates like early 20 year old so models. Does Jake Gyllenhaal. And I take issue with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not standing. I'm not you like literally just said you stand him. Stand him. <laughs> you did say it's you stand the culture. Him. Like, I don't, I love him as an actor. Like sure. 10 out of 10. And I feel like he is a nice guy. I don't know why he dates models. I can't defend it. I well, don't know. Well, it's not know. dating models that's the issue. It's dating very, very young, impressionable models. Does he still do that? Yes. Oh. And that you think that that means that he... And you think... I just... So you automatically are writing off that Maybe he... Maybe he's in love. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you're writing <laughs> off, though, that because of all of these aspects of him, you do not think that he in any way, shape, or form would be Yeah, no, actually, because he, like, loves his mom a lot. And he lived with his mom until, like, pretty far into his career and then was like, I have to get out of here because I have to live more these private models. because of paparazzi. That just isn't... Okay. I just don't think he did it, and I stand by that. Okay. Okay, but what's the conspiracy? 
Um, I don't believe it. I'm just <laughs> Well, so the conspiracy, to be honest, so I originally looked into this solely just to look at, to talk about the conspiracy that Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Johnny Depp were, who kind of like were behind taking out River Phoenix in order to <laughs> elevate Leonardo DiCaprio's career. What, what's Johnny Depp going <laughs> I don't know. The, the thing he I saw the is because he was a co-owner of the Viper Room. He actually doesn't anymore. But at the time, he was an owner of the Viper Room. Because he's in horrible debt. He's in a lot of debt, I Did imagine. you read that Rolling Stone article about him? No. I mean, it's a very interesting read, but it's like one of the most tragic things I've ever read. Someone visited him like it was pre-COVID, like 2019, and like wrote a article about his troubles and it's very sad. Was this pre or post it came out that he did the allegations against post. him? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think like he was done dirty to me. I don't know very much about him, to be honest. But like the fact that she, I feel like got out of there somehow relatively unscathed when she just like made up all this shit against him. And then like he lost all these contracts. This is my understanding of the situation. And then he like lost all of these contracts and like lost a ton of work, but he like didn't even do anything. He was like the victim in the scenario. Is that proven? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, this is going to sound, I always thought it was not true too, but I, I, I thought that that was a controversial take. Oh, I, I didn't, I don't think I knew enough about it that I had to take one way or the other. I just remember that it all, if I, maybe I'm not even, maybe it was James Gunn that I'm thinking of, but if I remember correctly, it all kind of came out around Comic-Con and he was in what Amber Heard. What? That's who. Yes. Yeah. Why did you say that? I'm just making sure oh. that that's who we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Okay. Amber Heard, but it all came out her allegations against him all kind of came out around comic-con or maybe even during comic-con and he was supposed to come by for an interview as part of the um i don't know anything about harry potter what's like the harry potters that are coming Crimes out right of now? grindelwald yeah how he was in it and he was supposed to come through <laughs> for that and then they end up canceling because they didn't want to like and then shortly thereafter they were like he's not in this anymore yeah yeah it basically the article is just like he's super in debt and he's very isolated and does a ton of coke all day and like just drinks a ton and like the article ended and I'll never forget this with the reporter being he lives in some like weird palace in like France or something and the reporter was like I looked around the room and everyone there was being paid to be there including me he has a daughter though right yeah does she come visit hopefully hopefully i love i loved edward scissorhands one of my favorite movies i yeah i don't know i really liked him i i edward scissorhands was fine to me it kind of creeped me out to be mm -hmm. honest but i remember i really latched on to what's eating gilbert grave yeah cute movie I don't know why. It oh, just, they like, were in really that movie together. Yeah, they were in that movie together. Okay. So that was kind of the connection was people okay. were like, and then like, because Johnny Depp has like the connects since he owns the Viper club man. that like he like helped like execute. And it's this conspiracy theory with like, I could not find literally. So that's my whole thing is I was trying to find like tangible evidence as to why people believe this. And I couldn't find anything other than the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio was there the same night and that um i don't even know 
that I found anything that said that Johnny Depp was there. Oh, no, he was there. That Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio were both there the same night that River Phoenix was there when he died. And that um, Leonardo DiCaprio and River Phoenix had very comparable... I don't want to say typecast, but like they would be go they they would fill the same role and River Phoenix was just a better actor. And so people think that like Leonardo DiCaprio's um agent was like, let's take him out. I didn't see anything about the agent, but just the idea that like he wanted oh, to where did I, I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but like he wanted to succeed so bad that he was just like, We gotta get rid of this guy, and then they oh. did it. Um but let me hear oh, I had like a whole thing that was like the tldr Um, (laughs) sorry so river phoenix died at 23 from a combined drug intoxication in west hollywood at the viper room in the early hours of halloween in 1993 oh i did write down what year 93 uh from overdose of a speedball which is cocaine and heroin for some reason just like reading that feels very heavy because i feel like that just like yeah like to do both of those drugs as somebody i say this in a completely non-judgmental way and somebody who does not know that much about drug culture, like I've never done Coke and I've never done heroin. Um, But like my perception of it is when I see that together, it just feels like somebody who's just like really in a dark place or just like very sad, you know? Like, cause I get people do Coke when they're like at parties or whatever. And they're, it's like, Oh, having fun, whatever. But then the heroin part to me feels just very like, it's like you're trying to escape something. Yeah. There. And it makes yeah. me like my heart really feels sad for that person. Um, but so that night at the Viper room, let's take it back. It's October 31st, 1993. Halloween. Alex is born. Oh, Caleb is day, born. But our partners are alive in the world. They're, they have no idea this is happening, probably. <laughs> um, but so River was 23 at the time, and he was there with his girlfriends, Samantha Mathis, Joaquin, and Rain. Whenever I say Joaquin, I'm afraid that taquito's going to come out of my mouth. I don't know why that my brain's going to get confused and say taquito. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I like totally get that. But I can't explain why. Uh, yeah, I can't explain why because it's like... Joaquin doesn't even have like a T in it. I always think I'm pronouncing it wrong. But there's something, yeah, yeah. like there's like something deep in me that like almost has like a slight like stomach, like no, yeah, repulsion. So I'm like, am I saying this right? And like, is, <laughs> am I just going to say taquito by accident? Um, but so they're all there. Samantha Mathis recalls in a 2018 interview um, that they were supposed to go to Rivers or they were supposed to drop off Rivers siblings and go to Samantha's house. But River wanted to stay and that he got into a scuffle with another man and they were both thrown out of the club. And people say, I could not confirm this, like, who are the people? Um, that the scuffle was something around the band that was playing at the Viper Room, wanted River to play with them. And then they didn't, but he was like all ready to. And then like they got into it. Was he a musician? Yeah, he played guitar. Mm. Um. And so anyways, they get thrown out and then River collapses and had convulsions. And by the time Samantha called Joaquin, he was already dead on the sidewalk. He literally died on the sidewalk. That's like so sad. Um, And people say, again, I couldn't find who was saying this and to whom they were saying it to, that Samantha claims that River wasn't actually on any drugs or anything that night before he went to go like play with the band. And so I think that that like 
gap is kind of what people who believe this conspiracy theory like latch on to is because they're like he wasn't like on any drugs and so like wh- how but how all of like a sudden a toxic- he was toxicology report well so i think that she that again i can't even say that she was saying because i could not find any substantial evidence that she actually said this but in the conspiracy realm they say that she says or is implying that like somebody drugged him yeah that he was drugged because like she says that she she was with him all night and like he never he never took those drugs is this not to fact check you but wasn't didn't joaquin call 911 and you can hear the 911 call you can hear the 911 call yeah was he there yeah i said that it was i thought you said she called joaquin and he came out and he came out because they got kicked outside they got kicked out of the club and joaquin was still inside oh poor guy i love joaquin phoenix isn't it He's another one that I have this really bad taste in my mouth on him because my really good friend in college, um, her friend from high school was dating him while we were in college. So she was like 22. And I remember her telling me that. And I was like, I mean, so I have like a weird taste in my mouth for him because it's interesting because I feel like I heard that before I really like watched him in anything that I really liked. And so that like preceded all impressions that I have of him, but he's a really good actor. What I will say about actors is that they literally have to disassociate to do their craft. So I don't know if we can <laughs> like, they're, they're going to be fucked up people. Sure. But does that give them a pass to fuck other people up? No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, we shouldn't be surprised when an actor is fucked up. Cause it's like, that's literally like what it like, it doesn't have to take that, but like that is, Oh, totally. An aspect of acting that you could get carried away with. Yeah. No, I've thought about that a lot because not that I necessarily went very far into wanting to be an actor, but I always felt like I would be a really good actor because it's really easy for me to tap into yeah, like very dark emotional places. And I feel like part of when I've like thought about, oh, maybe this is something I want to do is that it's like, I don't like that has to be you have to have so much control to be able to pull yourself out of there especially when you think of how long like film shoots are or if you're playing a tv character and how long like how many seasons that could span or even if it's just one season you're like in this place and like in this zone for like so long yeah and even if it's like let's say nothing tragic happens to the character and it's like a happy character like still you're playing somebody that's not you like how do you distinguish yourself from that care like that has to be so confusing but at the same time on a film shoot you're only like you're only in it for like 10 minutes and then you're out most of the time it is very like and that's what stop go and that's why film actors are so lauded because that's such a hard thing to be able to do because if you're like on a set, it's like most of the time, it's like 99% bullshit and then 1% filming. Yeah. And it must be so hard to be able to go in and out. Like well, that. totally. Yeah. But I'm saying like, so it probably like, I can't imagine that they're like, oh, one minute, like, haha, like everything's fine, whatever. And then the next minute it's like, oh, like I just watched my wife get shot. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that like you're not pro- emotionally preparing or like getting yourself to that place throughout the day. Maybe you haven't totally reached it, but like. 
I can't imagine maybe and I could totally be wrong but I can't imagine that it's just like you flip a switch and then you're just like oh now I'm really sad you know Caleb just told me the story about Jared Leto on the set of Suicide Squad have Mm -hmm. you heard this where he like wanted to be the Joker like on set oh, and so yeah. he would like play pranks on people and everyone but he was, did like gross things and everyone yeah no he like gave like dead rats to people and everyone was like okay and i after being on a lot of sets i would just be like shut up dude like we're working this is a lot of work <laughs> if somebody ever gave me a dead rat i would actually go and like castrate them castrati <laughs> straight castrati them okay straight castrati <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> not like i just i feel like i would like quit i feel like i cannot I'm even i'm not a pranking not... type i don't want anyone to prank me don't prank me i do feel like I don't know. I am kind of like a curmudgeon like that. Like, I'm just like, it's not like, <laughs> I don't, what, what's in it for me? Yeah. A surprise party is great, but like I love surprise prank, parties, I'm but a, like, yeah. A prank. Yeah. No, I remember This is such a gross story. I remember. So my friend growing up, she had older siblings. Like we were in like kindergarten or first grade and like her sister was in like, fourth grade and then her older brother was in like seventh or eighth so it was like a large age gap right and i remember we were complicit but they'd be like we're gonna play pranks on you and we're like oh cool the older kids want to like talk to us or whatever and i remember one of the pranks was they put like what is that saran wrap or like that cling wrap under the first so you know there's like the toilet and it's like the lid and then it's like the part that most men put up so that they can pee and so like on that bottom part they put it and then they put the like seat back over it and so it looked like the water was really high but also like (laughs) we didn't notice and my friend like pooped on it oh no (laughs) just like suspended in air and i just have this like very vivid imagery of us like being like wait what and like (laughs) and it was just regular so stupid because then her brother was like huh we gotcha and it's like what did you get there's like fucking shit on like there's human feces like just like yeah like that's i'm just like like maybe i'm boring i don't know but honestly if that makes me boring i don't mind being boring there was a pranker at yale when caleb was there that was the the poopinator or something and he would fucking put diarrhea in the washer (gasps) no get out of here i hate you (laughs) no and the thing that's was, not <laughs> where did he get it well that's the thing that everyone was confused about because they were like so because they were front face front loading so it's not like he's like sitting on there and sh- like he's like placing it in there it's not the worst possible situation did he see a therapist they never caught him <laughs> you're full dev because <laughs> i just again it goes back to the lowest form of comedy like you're not even funny you're not inventive like i'm like angry maybe this was like pathological though like wasn't a joke it's so gross (laughs) i also just feel like not to be the person that's like it would affect me more but i feel like i just like and i don't love this about myself but like I can be so emotionally attached to my clothing, I think because it's such a way that I like 
showcase how I'm feeling. Like it's like such a way of expression for me. And like, I'm so passionate about it. And if I put my clothes in the washer to be washed and then human shit was all over it, I, oh my God. Yeah, it's really bad. I cannot comprehend what, okay. (laughs) I know, and I'm very protective about my laundry. I do laundry like every day. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you just like have a lot of clothes to wash? Don't, how do you have that many dirty clothes? I wash my towels like every day and I wash my sheets like every three days. Oh, wow. Like a freaking I do love clean sheets though. Yeah. That's nice. There's something like it. Okay. So anyways, how are Leonardo, if you forgot, because we kind of went on a tangent, um, Leonardo, my whole thing is that there's a conspiracy theory out there. I'm not saying I believe it one way or the other, and it's extremely unsubstantiated, um, but that Leonardo DiCaprio and Johnny Depp are, were conspirators on River Phoenix's death. Um, and so how are they connected? Like what, what's the sitch, Sid? Well, Two or three roles that River Phoenix had already signed on to went straight to Leo. <gasps> he did it. Went straight to Leo. Um, and so people wonder, would he have had a career if River hadn't died? Because they're not even roles that it's like, oh, like people, like, I don't know, like either of them could play it. It's like literally like he had signed on for these roles. And then mm. as soon as he died, they just went to Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. So maybe it was his agent. Um, but so like Basketball Diaries total eclipse and james cameron is said to had started sorry my eyesight james cameron allegedly had start um had started to write titanic or like you know start casting for it and he had river phoenix written down for jack still never seen it for some reason i was thinking of romeo and juliet no that was that's bos lerman but so if you don't know Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> are you living under a rock? Um, but what he has been in, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which he was in with Johnny Depp. It's a it's a heavy movie. It's, it's good, crazy. though. Uh, Basketball Diaries, Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, Catch Me If You Can, which like, I feel like it's become kind of a meme, but I actually like kind of enjoy that oh, movie. That movie rocks. I had never seen it until like two months ago and I was, Wait, living, really? I was living large with that movie. It's really good. Yeah. Um, the Departed, Inception, etc. And people are saying that River Phoenix would have kept him eclipsed. And Leonardo DiCaprio was at the Viper Room, which is owned by Johnny Depp, who was also there the night that River died. He was there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. He killed him. (laughs) Um, And Depp and Leo knew each other from Gilbert Grape, which I already said. And so people think that maybe they concocted something so that Leo's career could skyrocket. And they're like, River, he's the river that is running through your career and it needs to dry up so we can cross... So Leonardo can paint his next masterpiece. Doesn't work. Um, why? What was Johnny Depp's like? What was he gonna get out of it? The pleasure of helping a friend. Priceless. Priceless. Remember those Mastercard commercials? (laughs) (laughs) It's like five dollars for M and M's. Something. What M and M's are you buying? (laughs) How much are M and M's? Like a dollar. strong like michael it's a banana <laughs> look at it costs ten dollars i know it's just a 
<laughs> I don't eat candy. <laughs> M&M's were only a dollar? Don't quote me on that, but they're not that expensive. I feel like $5 to me doesn't sound overly... Like, I thought it yeah. was expensive. Oh. Okay, well, um, yeah, I guess just helping a friend. <laughs> Are they the same age? Is No, he's way older. He's older. He's yeah, older. he's older. Leonardo DiCaprio, though, I know that I... So, it's funny because I know I spend a lot of time just now being like, fuck this guy. But, like, I actually, like... I like Leo. Like, big fan. I, like, I think it's cool. He's the he's last... He's in a lot of really good roles. He's the last leading man. I fucking said it. How old is he? He's like 40s. He... 46. He's just one of those people... Because he's not actually that hot. Dude, we cannot hear you. <laughs> Sorry. I know. He's not actually that hot. Like, he's an attractive man. No, he's not. But he's not that hot. He was and a hot kid. Why that's important for a leading man is that he can kind of assume any role and you believe him. But I don't because he always plays the same role. That is so not true. Jordan Belford. Rick Dalton. He always... No, no, no. There were definitely a handful of roles where he has this same brooding like shutter island i would argue that his character in shutter island is in the same realm as inception okay that i'll agree with but that's not his fault i mean he has agency he he could have chosen a different role shutter island's a perfect movie Everyone should rewatch it. If you haven't seen it in a while, it, it is very good. Rewatch it as a comedy and thank me what? after. Yes. Okay. I did this a few months ago. I was rewatching Shutter Island. Okay. This is a huge spoiler because can I give the twist away if I do a spoiler? I feel like, let me see how, how old is Shutter Island. Let's check this. Just, I feel like it's good to give them like a, okay. We're out of the 10 year window. I think you're okay. good. So, Shutter Island. But if you haven't seen it, please don't listen. Please, yes, please go see it. It's a really like, good movie. Skip this. Because it's a really good, thrilling movie. Very exciting. But the twist is that he's like an like an inmate the whole time. Like he's in an insane asylum and he's like one of the people there. And they're letting him play out his fantasy to like rehabilitate him. So if you know that, watching the movie, it's like a bad, like pulp movie where everyone is gaslighting him all the time. And it's so funny because Mark <laughs> Ruffalo performance of a lifetime. He's just walking around and is like, Oh boss, that's a like, he's constantly giving this, the Jim Halpert side eye the whole movie. Like he'll be like, Oh, I think Rachel went through this hole here. And Mark Ruffalo is like, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. I don't think I've ever watched it. Because I've definitely see, I've seen it multiple multiple times. Um, I would say before Inception came out, I like was like really obsessed with this movie, and maybe that's why in my head I'm like he always plays the same character because Shutter Island and Inception like kind of were like a one two punch, and I feel like I was so enamored by both of these films, and I was like, oh, it's like, but it, but again, in his defense, the characters are very similar. They both have like a traumatic backstory involving their families dying right Inception. totally but isn't that what typecasting is true but um, if you rewatch shutter island it is truly hilarious it's like I'll it's also it. like really smart because i think it's intentional because it's shot like a pulp movie from like the 60s like the camera like the way the camera works mm -hmm. it's 
And then on a therapy note, if you're ever dealing with someone who is literally not in the same plane of reality as you, shutter island them and just be like, oh, that's a great idea. And then they'll think you're like doing a great job. For example, I was in this meeting with someone and they were clearly not, we weren't existing in the same reality in terms of like what was real or not. Okay. And so I was like, I think if I go into this meeting and shutter island them, AKA just agree with everything they say, even though I know it's not true because it's not really going to affect the outcome there we'll we'll have a productive meeting in terms of emotion and I'll get through it and it'll be whatever. So I went to this meeting It was with these writers and I was like, they were like, we think it should be this and we think it should be this. And I was like, that is such a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) And then at the end of the meeting, they were like, that was the most productive meeting we've ever had only because I just agreed with everything they said, even though I knew it wasn't true or going to happen. And so I Shutter Island to their ass. I like using Shutter Island. Yeah. For like. You, you got to Shutter Island someone. So I'm looking at. I do take back what I said. He does not always play the same character. Just those two movies. But like I said, those two movies are so. Were so impressionable to me. That I feel like I was like, huh. And I think it's just. I just. I have a. The older that I've gotten, and I say this as somebody who, like, when I say I was obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio growing up, like, I have, like, a sign. I don't even know what to do with it. It's, like, like, a picture of him in his role as Jack in the Titanic, and it's, like, with his signature. Like, he signed it, and it's, like, framed very nicely. Like, I just have this, and I don't know what to do with it as an adult because, like, I'm not gonna, like, hang it up. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this. Like, but I... I'll agree with you. I was trying to think if there was anybody younger than him in Hollywood. I would say Timothy Chalamet was going to go there and then now he's not. Timothy Chalamet sold out when he did SNL because this is a conspiracy that I'm starting. Every actor that does SNL will never never be a great actor. Brad Pitt has never done SNL. Leonardo DiCaprio has never done SNL. Daniel Day-Lewis has never done SNL. There's like a whole list of celebrities who have never done SNL. And they're all like the primo actors. Well, maybe he was trying to break that. Because I mean, I I think that... What the fuck? Sorry, I'm on his um, IMDb, Timothy Chalamet. And he's playing he's playing Willy Wonka. Yeah, terrible choice. He was... Um, How young are the other people? Are the kids are, are they infants? Like, yeah, I think it's like origin story of Willy Wonka because we're oh. obsessed with that now. He went to high school and was like frenemies with Caleb's sister. Oh, he I spoke in French to his girlfriend, who is Madonna's daughter. Why are you just... Sure, okay. Isn't that so annoying? I don't think he's dating Madonna's daughter he anymore. He did in high school. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Does she speak French too? No, I'm sorry. I didn't set that up well. Could you imagine a high school couple being in the hallway? They both want to be actors and they're speaking together in French. I would just puke on them. Yeah, exactly. I'd throw diarrhea in their, uh, <laughs> I would in their washing their washer. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really like Timothy Chalamet. I'm going to be honest. I think he's like so my type. <laughs> I wish it like wasn't true. Little child. Like amazing. I mean, same at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I know what. I know. I don't think he always looks like 
no, I don't like the child one. It's that's gross. The older verge. The older verge. Yeah. Like in the more recent years, I realized I was like, oh shit. But I. Sorry, I'm thinking, I guess he's, is he that good of an actor? I'm like thinking back, because like, I thought he did a good job with Beautiful Boy, but maybe that's just because the source material just completely gutted me. Mm, I didn't see that. No. It ruined me. It's, mm. I mean, it's good. It's a good story and it's like good storytelling. It's like so heavy and it's such a hard watch though. Oh. Um, but him and Steve Carell are both really good in it. They have good chemistry. I believe that. Um, And then I guess in Lady Bird, he just played... He plays like a fuck boy. He's not so good in Lady Bird, I have to say. Yeah. Upon rewatching. And then Little Woman, he kind of, I don't think he's very good in that either. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No. No. It was, it was fine. I've heard mixed opinions. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was fine. I could, yeah. Um, I'm definitely not the group of people that are like, oh my gosh, it was like the best thing ever. Most people tell me they're like, you would hate it. I get that a lot. I don't know what that means. I'm kind of a hater, though. Yeah, I think that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Call me by your name. I thought I he was enjoyed. He was good in that. That one though was tough because I was like, it was very conflicting because I feel like it's like you want it to happen, and then you're like, wait a minute, this man is a man, and this yeah. child is a child it's very lindy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know i guess i have heard people say that he's like the next big thing or whatever but i would agree i don't think i would put him on the same level as leader DiCaprio, even at that same age yeah like if you compared however old oh timothy chalamet is really only a year younger than us so he's 26 you compared his career at 26 to Leonardo DiCaprio's career at 26 like I don't know. I feel like similar or different. Well, no, I, I guess that's why I stopped is because I was like, wait a minute. How old was Leonardo DiCaprio? That would have been Leo like at a young age, but I, I think it would have been. So he, if I'm doing my numbers correctly, depending on what year, like what time during the year, he would have either just done Romeo and Juliet or that hadn't have come out yet. So he wow. had only done Total Eclipse, The Quick and the Dead, Basketball Diaries, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Um, that's kind of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if maybe Timothy Chalamet like, we'll we'll takes some serious roles and makes some stuff happen. But I just, I don't know. I think he's just like, fits the archetype of what all the girls really like right now mm-hmm. emaciated boys <laughs> emaciated like pretentious art boys yeah i mean yeah but then i think when you look at his face too i don't know i'm curious to see him in dune Sorry, yeah i was looking at dune still stay tuned for dune yeah i hope it's we'll good see how it does. he does i really like zendaya not that we're talking about that but I she's also in dune i think she's like Good yeah, for her. she's a good actress. I agree. Yeah, I think she's very multidimensional. She is very believable. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh my gosh, I'm not even on the second half of my thing. Um, but so yeah, that's the thing. So another instance at the Viper Room. This so basically my theme today is just like crazy shit at the Viper Room. Okay. Um, there was a disappearance at the Viper Room. 
So a few years after River Phoenix's untimely death, uh, Johnny Depp had a case filed against him by his business partner, Anthony Fox, who said Depp conspired to take millions away from the club and commit fraud. Mm-hmm. So December 19th, 2001, Fox was ready to testify against Depp, but went missing. And 19 days later, his car was found, but his body wasn't. <gasps> That's crazy. There's rumors that Anthony Fox is buried under the Viper room in a room with an uncemented floor that allegedly workers of the club refused to enter. Wouldn't they have dug it up and not found him? They didn't okay. dig it up. But so this guy was supposed to testify against Johnny Depp and then just like mysteriously went missing the day that he was supposed he to testify. Him. He killed him. I just, I guess it's like, you don't want to believe that about people. And who knows? A freak accident could have happened. Like, yeah, I don't know. But also it's like when you think about actors that are like so powerful and have so much money, like it's like hard to be like, oh, this was a complete coincidence. And like, you definitely didn't have anything to do with this. No, yeah, he killed him. That's crazy. I mean, he didn't kill him. He had somebody. He had somebody dispose of him. Um, But have you watched Succession? I feel like I've asked you this before. Oh, dude, you should watch it. I don't know if it'd be too soap opera-y for you. I have a weird thing about TV, as we know. As we know. Um, But it's really good. But in Succession, it's it's about like an extremely wealthy family um, who owns like theme parks and a news outlet and just like all of this. And like, they just like dispose of people very casually. Really? That's how it turns. I saw the pilot. Not totally, but I mean, it doesn't happen. It's not like they're like going out, like murdering people. It's not like Sopranos or something where they're like a, you know, a crime conglomerate, um, or crime syndicate, but they like, there's an instance where somebody dies and they just like cover it up and just like make it disappear. Whoa. And like, I don't want to say it's easy for them, but it's like they just have so much at their disposal that they kind of are just like, we're just going to make it disappear. Do you believe that they're an actual rich family? What do you mean? I just couldn't buy in. The actors didn't seem like they were like extremely wealthy people. It was hard for me to. That's why I didn't sign up for more. Oh, I believed it. Mm, I definitely believe it. They seem extremely entitled and remind me of a lot of people I know who are extremely wealthy. So I'm like, oh. Okay. I heard that the pilot is not very good. The pilot is not very good. Okay. We definitely have talked about this before because yeah, I remember you sorry. saying the pilot is not. No, no, no sorry. <laughs> I brought it up. Um, but I remember you saying that you heard the pilot wasn't very good. And I agree. The pilot was Oh, no, I watched good. the pilot and I was like, this oh. is atrocious. Yeah, the pilot The okay. pilot did not grip me. It took a couple episodes, actually. So spiritual activities at the Viper Room. Uh, Tommy Black, who has worked at the club for 16 years as a bartender, said he's seen a bunch of ghostly incidents. That's literally like the, a quote ghostly incident a bunch of ghostly incidents so he has not seen any ghostly incidents <laughs> um at a particular spot at the <laughs> this one made me laugh no at a particular spot at the bar people usually trip and their knees just give in quote many flying glasses have also been reported at the bar no i think you're drinking <laughs> Um, so according to Tommy Black, the Viper Room has another bar underground. He feels a constant pressure when he's there. And Ghost Adventures and BuzzFeed Unsolved have both shot there. And the alleged voices of the Ghost of River Phoenix and Anthony Fox have been recorded. I mean, someone died there. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, that's creepy. So that's the Viper Room, man. Wow. Is it still like what? I'm at 15%. I thought it said 5 um, my topic is literally so short. 
Um, is can you still? Is it like a show place? Like, do people play concerts there? Is that why you I go there? I think so. Viper Room. Is it still open? Should we go? Yeah, it's still there. Let's have a night out there. Night out. Yeah, they have shows. Ours with the Rebel is playing August 18th and 19th. <laughs> Kelly McGarry. Let's check it August out. August 20th. <laughs> um, the Emo Night Tour on August 26th. See you guys there. Okay. Um, Electric Six with me like bees. The Wayward Sons. Black Sabbath. <laughs> Cover band. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that seems to be. Okay. I don't know why, though, and I say this as somebody who is too big of a little baby to actually watch it, but, um, one second, I'm looking up to make sure I say the correct, it gives me strong green room vibes. What's green room? That movie. It's, I've heard the movie's incredible, but it's really hard to stomach. Like, it's very visual. And intense. What is it about? It's with Anton, that guy Anton that got crushed by his oh, Jeep. He's in it. I loved him. Um, so the log line on IMDb says a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo Nazi skinhead bar. Why did I think it was like a post apocalyptic thing? I'm not sure. I kinda wanna watch that. That's that sounds exciting. I like I said, I've heard it's like incredible like it's super good but i also have heard that you like it's like very graphic and i and intense and i just have not been in an emotional state to stomach something like that right now well so if you watch i was it, gonna know. recommend a movie to you but it is a little intense but it's a joaquin phoenix movie i just watched called you were never really here 10 out of 10 such a good movie lynn ramsey it's a female scottish lady who makes it and it was like an impeccable thriller it was oh, so heard good you should watch you would love you would okay, really okay. like it it's really good okay 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 but yeah so that's the viper room wow um well this girl shot this really atrocious movie there or i don't know maybe it'll be good i don't trust her so and she also like her dad is like a ex-senator who got um, ousted because he was embezzling money to pay for her singing career. So I, before I left on my trip, was battling really bad insomnia, which has okay. got to be one of the worst things possible. I've been fortunate. Well, I guess that's not true. I haven't had insomnia in a really long time, but at the end of high school going into college, I did. Yeah, it's not very fun. It sucks. Yeah, I think it's just like a post-grad thing. Um, like a life transition. Yeah, being like, ah. But I kept waking up at like three in the morning and just having to be awake for the rest of the night. And so I started rewatching Parts Unknown, which is my favorite TV show. I've, what is, I don't even, I don't it's know. Anthony Bourdain. It. It's his travel oh, show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. For some reason, I was thinking HBO catalog. Oh. I don't know why. That's okay. Okay. Um, I love that show so much. R.I.P. for real, like missing a real one. Um, but I, I've seen all the episodes except one of them I had never seen, which is he went to Libya, mm -hmm. like right after the Arab Spring, which was oh, wow. uh -huh. it was a crazy episode. You're making me want to rewatch it. You should rewatch it. The Libya episode, especially because I'm going to talk yeah. a little bit about Libya. It's really fascinating. I really recommend it. Um, 
Anyway, so I watched this Libby episode. It was wild. I started obsessively researching Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I found this thing that he related to him that I was like, what the fuck? So he had this thing called the Amazonian Guard, but they were known officially as the Revolutionary Nuns, and they were an all-female elite uh, group of bodyguards tasked with protecting uh, the late former leader of Libya, Gaddafi. Wow, that reminds me of... He didn't watch Game of Thrones. No. Oh, there's like a group of women who are really good at fighting people (laughs) well yeah this is like you look up pictures of him and he's always around like women in uniforms that look really intense and they're the revolutionary nuns i'm gonna sorry do you you should look 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 up a picture picture. that's cool yeah it's crazy so gaddafi i mean I feel like a lot of people I give give some context. I'll give a little context. I didn't want to go too far into it because yeah. it's dense, but he was the leader of Libya. He was in power from 1969 to 2011. And he at first was the revolutionary chairman of the Libyan Arab Republic from 1969 to 1977. And then he was known as quote, the brotherly leader of the great socialist people's Libyan Arab Jahamaria from 1977 to 2011. So he was a dictator from then. Um, And uh, his reign ended with the start of the Arab Spring, which were protests against widespread corruption and unemployment. um, And that started in Eastern Libya and overtook the country and they overthrew him and killed him. And then, actually don't know what's going on there right now. But I mean, that started all of the Arab Springs in throughout the Middle East. I remember that happening and that was like wild. Do you remember that? I remember it. I feel like I don't. Usually I feel like when I remember things, I remember how it affected me and I don't. Yeah. But I remember it happening and I remember like the chaos around it. Yeah. I think that's what I remember. Um, And so, uh, like I said, it started, it erupted into a civil war and NATO intervened and the side of anti Gaddafius, the National Transitional Council, they uh, overthrew Gaddafi and captured and killed him. And I upsettingly watched the video of him being captured and killed. Oh my gosh. I do not recommend it. It's very traumatizing. <laughs> it's one of those things that like, it's always happens when I'm, have insomnia where I like get on this thing and then I just like go for it. And I'm like, why did I watch that? Oh my gosh. It's very disturbing. Um, uh, but yeah, I, but imagine. they have it on video. Cause it was like, literally he was hiding in a irrigation tunnel. Like, uh-huh. like, you know, the things that like waterway, like an underground waterway. Yeah. And there's video of the rebels finding him, dragging him out, beating the shit out of him. And that's how he died. So huge bummer. He's out of power, but he was a brutal dictator and he was really weird. (laughs) Yeah. He had like a cult of personality, um, was very like eccentric in the way he dressed. Um, the thing is though, I should do this as a topic is the, all the celebrities that have hung out with dictators. Have you read about this? No. Um, I think it was Naomi Campbell was like good friends with Gaddafi 
Interesting. And she also got a blood diamond from some uh, warlord in Africa too. She's like she's like super related to like all of these like fucking dictators. It's very sketchy. How fascinating! I think it's really interesting when it's like everyone's connected. I know it's different, but like kind of like the Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yeah. How like it's like wait a minute, what? you all know each other like yeah. And obviously not because you're like kumbayaing like the lead is real. Like it's like Oh, and then the other yeah, this is the Gaddafi one that blew my mind. Beyonce performed a private concert for Gaddafi's son. (laughs) So anyways, um back to Amazonian Guard. They started in the eighteen the 1800s (laughs) they started in the 1980s uh a little after a decade after Gaddafi had seized power in a coup um and there are very theories why he had these women they're basically Mm -hmm. like his secret service yeah um so a formal naval officer U.S. naval officer Joe Stanek wrote that Gaddafi felt that women would be too difficult for arab separatist gunmen to kill like they wouldn't want to kill women interesting so that's why he surrounded himself with women um and he disposed of the government in 1969 but gaddafi had not quite quieted the repercussions of his action um by the early 1980s and this theory is that women's lives are as prohibitive ethics for warring men um that was the idea but Mm. in 1998 that was disproven because um, Gaddafi's convoy was ambushed by Islamic fundamentalists and one of the nuns was killed and several others were injured. The story goes that one of the guards threw herself in front of Gaddafi to save his life. Um, And this added a lot of like glory to them. So they were like very revered because Mm -hmm. she did this. Um, so they were put through vigorous training at a special academy. And if they make it through the training, um, which is being experts with firearms and martial arts, um, if they qualify, they also have to be virgins and they have to be handpicked by Gaddafi himself, which I think we can kind of assume the other aspect of that. Don't love the optics on that. No, I mean, it's very fucked up. Like, after he was, well, I'll get into that. Um, in recent times, it's been reported that becoming a member of the Guard was not optional for some women. They were pried away from their families at the threat of dire consequences, should they refuse. And since then, um, he it's come out that they were assaulted by him and his family and other people high up in his government. I mean, not like not to lady, be fucked up, but like not surprising, right? Like not surprising. No. Do you think the lady, now that we're talking about it more, I feel like earlier when I was like, Oh, cool. I'm like, I rescind. <laughs> um, but do you think the lady who threw herself to save him was actually just trying to die so she could like get out of her misery? I don't know. Probably not. Actually. She probably was like into it into what like she's probably brainwashed you know what i mean maybe yeah like i think there is yeah i mean like in terms of like trauma survivors and the complicated relationship with like their abusers i think what's hard this is this is sticky ground here but i think what's hard for oftentimes like people 
like women in America to think about is that like, even if something is a human rights abuse or something that we see as like, that's like unfeminist and repressive is like, we have access to like a free thinking mind. Like we have, we have the space to be able to think that that is not okay. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of other cultures, like that's just, it's just different. You know what I mean? Like they don't even have, like some women like don't even think about it that way. Not that one is correct or not, but it's just like two different ways of like existing. Sure. And maybe my limitation of only growing up in like the United States of America, like is showing here, but I feel like being like pried away from your family and like, raped universally yeah, no, I mean, feels universally like for sure not something that people want for themselves and so i guess that that's kind of what was informing my asking of like do you think she threw herself in front of the gunfire because like why would you want to protect like your rapist no no i mean totally i agree with that i i think not all the women were like that some of them were like Okay. Like this is an honor to do this. Got it. Got um, it. But also on a side note, devil's advocate, don't you think she would want him to get shot? Well, so that was also part of, was like trying to, if you're like treating, I feel like you should, in my head, like the people who are guarding you should be like treated the best because you want them to like want you to be alive right yeah like if they hate you then they like would let you get shot yeah so i don't know but i'm also i'm reading this book on trauma right now super fucking heavy i don't know that i can totally recommend it to everybody i recommend it to people if you are in a state to read it mm-hmm. it's called the body keeps the score is actually recommended to me from alex um alex my friend that's yeah. not my husband um <laughs> and um great recommendation but basically it talks about how it just, it talks about trauma and PTSD and um, it's really been very enlightening uh, for me, but part of it was talking about like um, kind of, I don't know if it's, I want to say cycle of abuse, but I don't think that that's necessarily like the actual word, but just this idea that it's like people who are abused in early childhood and kind of how they, this is reductive, but end up dating somebody who maybe also treats them poorly. Um, or even people who are in abusive relationships and they like stand up for their abuser, even if it's by like covering up their stuff for makeup or lying on behalf of them and that kind of stuff. And so like, that was kind of what I was getting at also is that that's like, I guess could be a possibility is kind of like, like brainwashing for lack of better words. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I mean. I think it's along those lines. Um, But Anyways, I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much it. What what people really think it was, was less of he thought people wouldn't kill them and more just like he liked the aesthetic of it because he was like mm-hmm. a kind of like, if he's eccentric, eccentric. Like he... he liked the vibe of it. Yeah. Um, because the women were dressed in Western styles and wore makeup, Western hairstyles, high heels and other clothing deemed not acceptable in the Muslim world. Their very existence challenged the role of women in the world. So he was like trying to be, um, what's the word? Progressive? Or no, um, provocative. Provocative. 
what happened to them when they killed him? Did they kill them too? Um, a lot of them actually, it was like not going well for so long that a lot of them escaped, like, like fled the country. Oh, interesting. Um, that would feel alarming if your secret service is all like dipping. (laughs) (laughs) There was this woman who I, I just read about her. I didn't write it down, so I don't know her exact name, but apparently it was this thing in, it's sad, but, um, in the Ukraine, you know how their Ukraine was like absolutely devastated by communism. Mm-hmm. Um, Ukrainian nurses went to Libya because they would get paid more working in Libya than they would in the Ukraine. And a Ukrainian nurse ended up taking care of Gaddafi and was always by his side. And it's like pretty creepy because she's like always there. And she's like this blonde woman. Hmm. And she fled like, almost like she sticks out. Yeah. It's like very bizarre. And, and, and almost every picture of him, she's there. Interesting. Um, and she fled to Norway and they didn't accept her, um, asylum <laughs> during, I don't know where she ended up, but, um, but, uh, the, um, at the start of the civil war before they escaped, um, m- many of them came out and, um, accused the government of rape and other abuse. Um, and because Gaddafi still held some sort some power, um, some of the guards claimed they were offered a choice between suicide and executing rebels after they had come out in support of the rebels. So not, not great. Um, man, but I looked up one other example of female military regiments and where we got Amazonian guard from, that was a Western phrase used for them, but to Gaddafi, they were called the revolutionary nuns because they were supposed to be celibate, celibate, um, was the Dahomey Amazons and they were an all female military regiment in the kingdom of Dahomey, which is, was in Africa and they existed until 1904 and they were called the Amazons classic white people because they looked like people from the Amazon. <laughs> like people from the actual Amazon yeah. or like Amazon? I feel like No, from the actual Amazon. It's kind of like how Native Americans were Indians. Um, <laughs> and so they um, were the an, a result of the fact that the Dahomey's male population were constantly being killed off. So they had to call up the women. Mm. Um, and this is in West Africa. And also a lot of the males were be, were forced into slavery. So the women had to step up and that's just another example of that. I just thought that was interesting. Huh, that that was in 19, that was in like the late 19th century. Wow. And there's like crazy pictures of them too. Interesting. Um, but, and didn't you see that recently they were saying that women are going to be part of the draft? Well, um, I will say that's the one part about being a woman that I absolutely love is that I didn't have to be drafted. <laughs> so I do not agree with this legislation. <laughs> Could you, I think about the draft like a lot when I'm around a bunch of dudes and I'm like, could you imagine that happening now? no no 
Caleb's like almost blind, so he definitely wouldn't be drafted. Thank God. I feel like Alex would be drafted. Or is he too tall? That's actually a part <laughs> Wait, of it. Actually, yeah. How? No, he's like still within normal. He's six four. That's like, like why would why is that an issue? You don't fit into the uniform. No, because you're like an easy target. <laughs> no way yeah i read i thought i was i think i was gonna do this as a topic this is so vague to me though but i read about an all tall person regiment in world war ii and they were like was on reserve because they would just get killed so easily because it would their just... heads would just stick out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a heavy episode man if you made it this far thanks i feel for like we're here. having fun i'm sorry but the Amazonian guards, um, we'll post a picture of them. So yeah, you can shut see. up, keep going. All one word. Instagram. Image guide. Um, we got you covered. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, new episodes every Friday. YouTube.com slash shut up, keep going. All one word. It's always all one word. Um, check it out. We have a video podcast. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.